Pod people, and welcome to a very special, albeit compact, episode of Strangers to the Multiplex. Danny Rand, or Daniel Rand to give him his Sunday name, first debuted in the pages of Marvel's premiere issue 15 in May of 1974. A martial artist by trade, Rand wields the mystical force of the Iron Fist, a much badassery follows suit. The character went on to share a title with Luke Cage's Power Man, imaginatively entitled Power Man and Iron Fist, and the pair formed the fondly remembered Heroes for Hire. A week ago, Iron Fist Karate chopped his way onto Netflix, becoming the fourth and final building block in the streaming services Defenders project. The series has thus far found to garner the same critical claim enjoyed by its stablemates, only ranking at 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, but is, according to Netflix, their second most successful Marvel project in terms of viewers. So this evening, from deep within the strangest dojo, two opposing views go hand to hand to decide if you, dear listener, take the journey from Curtin Lund Monastery to New York City, courtesy of the streaming juggernaut Netflix, or just rewatch season one of Daredevil again. Sit back and listen as two strangers tiger punch their thoughts and roundhouse their feelings on the first episode of Iron Fist. To watch or not to watch, get ready to fight. Hello, this is Fussy Bitch recording a mini podcast for the first episode or first couple episodes, I might believe, one to the other of Marvel's Iron Fist. Before we start, it's been fairly criticised for not being particularly good, certainly not up to the standard of what's come before with the likes of Daredevil and Luke Cage and of course Jessica Jones, and uh, this leading up to Defenders, could this be a major misstep or first misstep for the Netflix Marvel world? Initial reactions, uh, we've kind of seen all of this before. Uh, We're introduced to the character of Danny Rand, uh, played by Finn Jones. Um, He is the orphan who's heir to a billionaire empire, who comes back and he's been missing for years and uh, yeah it's uh, you know it's it, if it sounds like the uh, the beginning of batman begins or arrow that's because it is and based on what i've seen they've done it better yeah uh, not not the best start i found the opening episode to be quite dull unfortunately uh, i think you've really got to to sell your characters very quickly um, and I, I, I think they fail horribly at it. Uh, the characters appear to be very one-note. Our um, titular hero is not that interesting. You know, he just looks like a... I think he's referred to as a, as a hipster <laughs> by one of the other characters of one of the episodes. Um, but, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's, just, he's just pretty dull, to be honest. Um... I only really know Finn Jones from Game of Thrones, and I can bear, I had to look up his character from that because I can barely remember his performance. Turned out he's uh, can't even remember his character now. It's Natalie Dormer's brother, anyway. Hello, Mrs. Fact Checking Monkey here. The character Mr. Wood is referring to is Loris Tyrell. Yeah, it, it gets off to a very very sluggish start. Unfortunately, I find with shows like this, once they start that way, they 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 can really struggle to then find their stride. 
but uh, I mean, to, uh, the majority of the cast seem very one note. There is one standout performance. By standout, I mean not terrible, um, which we'll get to shortly. But uh, going through the cast, as I said, Finn Jones is Danny Rand. I think he's trying hard. I don't think the character's well written. Uh, his introduction is quite boring. It's quite tame. It's quite cliched. And uh, I'm not going to get into the whole uh, white man saving the Orient thing. That's going to be spoken about a lot. But, uh, for, yeah, for the rest of the cast, we're introduced to uh, Jessica Strout playing Joy Meacham. And uh, <clears throat> she's not not the worst, but, again, it's very much a one-note character. We, we don't learn much about her. I'm on episode three now. And uh, we're yet to learn a lot about who she is or why she's relevant or is she interesting. Um, but mainly we're introduced to... Uh, as it's, it's Tom Pelfrey as Ward Meacham. And, uh, I mean, he's just your, your archetypal dick, which we've seen in every film, certainly from the, since the 80s, of, you know, a chap in a business suit who's just a complete penis. I, I don't think he does snarky particularly well. I think if you were going to do that character and do that character right, you need to go massively one way or the other. And he's just kind of floating about in the middle. Oh, I don't want to appear too this way or too that way. But, um, yeah, not not most interesting. Again, going to say this a lot, very one note. Quite a boring character. So, yeah, I mean, they're meant to be his friends from the past. And should we care, you know? Um, anyway, we've briefly introduced to David Wenham. I'm not sure if that was episode two or not, but... Uh, Again, another snarling, boring Marvel bad guy from what I've seen. Uh, the main positive that we've come across is Jessica Henwick, and this has been written about a lot and been spoken about a lot and talked about trying to get her own show. Jessica Henwick, uh, again, another Game of Thrones alumni. Um, she is very good. She runs a dojo. She befriends Iron Fist, kind of, not very interestingly. But uh, she, she does come across very well. You know, she's teaching students difficult. You know, she doesn't have life easy, but uh, I think for what is quite, again, another fairly underwritten character so far, I think she's coming out of it the best. And like I say, from what I understand, that's pretty standard throughout the rest of the show. So, yeah, it's, it's not made the best impression. Again, I've said before on many of our other podcasts, I'm very much... Uh, full of superhero fatigue now so I'm, I'm surprised as much as anyone that I'm even watching this um, and think that now I'm in it I'll probably finish it but it's at the moment it's a second rate Arrow when Arrow at times is not the best season two aside but uh, yes yeah, yeah I think it is going to be a misstep I think I heard it gets better by about episode six Fingers crossed. I don't fancy sitting through several more hours of the tedium that I have currently sat through. So, anyway, this is Fussy Bitch signing off. Iron Fist. Peace out, everyone. Hi, it's Complimentary Copies here. I just want to start off by addressing the elephant in the room, the supposed whitewashing of Iron Fist. Now, I agree that there should be a better ethnic mix of actors across TV and film, but this is not really replacing an Asian character for a white character. Danny Rand is supposed to be an outsider in his adopted world, that of Kunlun, and also in the place of his birth, New York. 
frankly, I personally feel that supporting this character to be played by an Asian American just because he's a martial arts expert seems to me a tad stereotypical and demeaning. Well, I'm not going to go on about it anymore, but I would encourage all our listeners to check out a very balanced Iron Fist race debate on the Comic Vine website, where two Asian Americans actually discuss both perspectives on the supposed whitewashing of Iron Fist. Well, that's enough of that. Uh, Let's get back to the Smackdown. Unlike my esteemed colleague, Mr. Sulky Pants, I've had the benefit of watching this series up to episode seven and past the RZA-directed episode that a lot of people are talking about, which is episode six. Yes, I concede that Finn Jones takes a while to get accustomed to and that he initially struggles with the fish-out-of-water approach, which is not really helped by slightly weak script writing. But the lighter touch of the script and the general tones, a lot of yellows and greens about, are quite discombobulating after the darkness of Daredevil, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. It does take a while and a few cameos before you could see how this character would work in The Defenders. But I am jumping ahead of myself and I did promise to restrict myself to the first two or three episodes. Some of the script's weaknesses are quite apparent in the occasional navel-gazing moments, rather than those deeper-themed internal struggles we've seen in Jessica Jones' Daredevil and, to a lesser extent, Luke Cage. The theme here is not really a hero who is at war with themselves, as the aforementioned heroes, but one who finds that not everything, so family, friends, wealth, and dare I say to a certain extent, his Buddhist enlightenment, are all they're cracked up to be. In fact, uh, another big theme here is corporate responsibility and there's there's an element of responsibility to oneself in this as well now this is making it sound quite deep but it's not as heavy-handed as say something like arrow and it's definitely more fun even though parental death like in batman and arrow and training from a spiritual group like in batman and arrow are covered the script's definitely lighter than the other marvel netflix series out there it tries its hand at humour, and it's mostly successful at that. It gives us quite light martial arts that ramp up later on, but I I promise not to mention later episodes. And it's quite adept at introducing the supporting characters. Yes, some of them are one-note and archetypes. But a big shout-out to Jessica Henwick, that Fussy Bitch has already mentioned, as Colleen Wing. And I personally think Jessica Stroop, as the corporate bitch best friend, Joy Meacham, is quite engaging from the off. And as a a viewer, you're not quite sure which way she's going to go, either the side of her brother or the side of Danny Rand. Finn Jones himself gives a a certain naivety to the performance of Rand that kind of works. But I do agree again with Fussy Bitch that um, Tom Pelfrey and even David Wenham as father and son Meachams are a little too moustache twirling and are pretty obviously the villains of the piece. And that leads us to our universe connections as well. So uh, David Wenham's character, um, the older Meacham, actually has links to the hand. Um, We later see Claire, um, the night nurse, uh, who was in Daredevil, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. And we're introduced to a couple of other characters who have appeared throughout the Daredevil, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage series. Overall, I found this very enjoyable, if taken as more entertainment than a deep, soul-searching drama, which I think Daredevil achieved very well, and certainly Jessica Jones had a fantastic balance between the idea of 
the the drama, the internal struggles, the psychology, and the superhero side of things as well. Iron Fist is very much in the mould of 70s kung fu films, which the comic book was, and it has a, a lighter touch than the other series, but I think is, is a useful contribution to the Netflix Marvel portfolio. I would certainly recommend watching it. So there, fussy bitch. And there you have it. Two very compelling, albeit conflicting, views on the new series of Iron Fist. If you have watched Iron Fist and you've enjoyed it, or even if you haven't, maybe you'd like to head across to our Facebook page, Facebook forward slash Strangers to the Multiplex, and join the commotion. We should be back shortly with another trailer snark special on the new Justice League trailer. A little bit after that, we should return with an episode in full of the 1995 Power Ranger movie. If this is the first episode of ours you've listened to, we very much appreciate you joining us. Please head over to SoundCloud. There are some other episodes for you to listen to. Till next time, don't be a stranger.